Right, and good afternoon, everybody. It is Maria Daniels again here with Successfully Chaotic, joining you with the beautiful and the lovely and the amazing Barbara. And I'm going to let Barbara jump in. And we are talking, and as you can probably tell um, if you're watching the, well, you probably can't tell if you're watching the replay, but we're a few minutes late. Um, and that's because we were chatting in the backstage, and I already love her. She's already yes. great, amazing. She showed me some of the things that she's going to talk about today, and we'll save that for later. But I am going to let her jump in and kind of introduce herself. Hello, everyone. I am Barbara J. Faison, and I am your mindfulness and meditation ambassador. I use my voice to heal, educate, and inspire as a voice talent, as well as a meditation ambassador and guide. And I'm excited to be here because I use my inner voice to help project my outer voice. I love that. You yeah. use your inner voice to help project your outer voice. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people probably need to talk to you. <laughs> I feel like not everybody, and, and myself included sometimes, I don't always do the best job about that. Hey, Tina Marie. Tina Marie is amazing. Um, I, you probably, she does a... Um, a summit. We just finished a summit last weekend, IndiePods United Summit for podcasters, uh -huh. and we have a little sneak peek of stuff coming up um, actually in January that's specifically for the ladies. So just oh. for all my listeners yeah. um, who do know that I was a part of IndiePods, just stay stay uh, tuned yeah. in and, and listen for the announcements on that. But let's get back to Barbara. So mindfulness coaching. Mm -hmm. Mindset is obviously a very big topic yeah. because, in my opinion, um, tell me if I'm wrong, I'm wrong a lot, so you can go and you're wrong, but in my opinion, mindset is the very foundation of everything we do, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, how did you kind of decide that you wanted to get into coaching people and their mindfulness and maybe explain to people how you define mindfulness? So the way I define mindfulness is, and the way it's defined is connecting with all of your senses and being present with what is, right? Sometimes when we get, I like to say, we have this infinity wave of emotions and feelings. You know, we're up, we're down, we're sideways. We've got all these things that are flowing. Mindfulness is the process of being connected to your feelings and sensations and get this, without judgment. Ha! That is the thing without judgment. So if I'm feeling painful feelings or if I'm feeling sad, it's okay. Because guess what? That infinity wave is going to hit. I'm not always going to feel the same thing. So mindfulness is just being present to what is happening in your life right now with curiosity and not judgment. I love that. First of all, I love that you said without judgment, even though I'd say some people, if you used to be able to see inside of my mind, sometimes you'd be like, oh, girl. <laughs> it's all you know and it's all and that is all of us and that is the thing that i i just did a blog post that taught you know one of the things of course how do you start meditating it's like you're probably doing something meditative anyway already yeah. you know you may be running you may be gardening you may be listening to music you know all of these puts us these things put us in a meditative state and and it's just really just being with what is being present to what is not wanting it to be different you know, not wanting, you know, judging it. And so we do, I mean, our, we have thoughts. And when we understand that the purpose of thoughts and our mind is to protect us, right? To look for dangerous things. So especially as women, we tend to get in that detail, right? It's like, bam, 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 bam. And so all of these things are running around. So I say, 
be okay with your thoughts. You know, when I'm meditating, I get a lot of things from my grocery list and I just say, thank you. <laughs> Subconscious mind, thank you. And tell me later. So I won't forget, you know, I mean, <laughs> I think that's important. And I love the way that you put that. Um, Tina jumped back and she said she loves meditation and it's so important. Mm -hmm, and she also mm -hmm. said that writing can be meditating. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I think that that was the biggest I guess, lesson for me when I first started meditating and well, I started doing yoga first and mm -hmm. then, you know, I remember I was taking yoga certification courses and I remember my instructor was talking about meditating. I'm sitting there thinking, I am very ADHD. My mind does not stop. I cannot just sit there at home and just clear my mind. She would always be like, yeah. just clear your mind. I'm like, you understand there is a lot in there. It's like a while. <laughs> and then while I'm trying to clear it, other stuff's popping in. Right, uh, right. Just, that didn't work for me. It took me a long time to figure out that that can be obviously an A definition of meditating. Yeah. But it didn't have to be the definition. So I love that you exactly. kind of like that. Because I've heard other people say that. It's like, I can't meditate. There's just so much that goes on. How do I clear my mind? Yeah, yeah. And it really is so much about, to me, being with what is because you know if something has happened to you guess what you're not going to clear your mind you're going to have thoughts if you've got stuff going on you know i've got some friends that have you know their moms in the hospital you're going to have all of this stuff going on but what you can do is put your hand in your heart go ahead and put your hand in your heart close your eyes for a moment and just take a deep breath and out and just come back to where you are you know that is sometimes all the time we have is a moment to take some deep breaths, you know, and to be okay with that. Sometimes we have 10, 15 minutes or whatever, but sometimes all we need to do is just stop. One of my favorite practices is to use this lovely cell phone that we have, right? We all have them. And I have, let me make sure I don't have anything popping up because I do have <laughs> different, I have what I call set my alarm, set your alarm. Yeah. And I have alarms and I change the word alarm to say something like in this moment, all is well, you know, I take three I deep breaths. And so when it pops up, what it does is it interrupts your thought process. It interrupts, it's a pattern interrupt. And then you can just say, okay, oh, hmm. So what do I need to do next? Because sometimes we just get going. I don't know about you, but just running, running, running all day long. Like you just said, we both had busy mornings, right? And and it's just two o'clock. So I'm sure there's more to come. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I think those are very, I love, I love, actually, I'm going to do that. I'm going to set the mm -hmm. alarm. So you, you have uh, given me that amazing idea that I'm going to use. Yeah. I think that's important because sometimes it just is that moment to say, okay, I'm going to take the next, you know, 30 seconds, the next minute. It doesn't have to be like this long stretch of time yeah. because there's some days where there's no 15 minute slots to carve out. Right. And mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. love that it can be something simple like that. And the idea of just breathing and being present and being in the moment. And I think that's so important for entrepreneurs out there yes, for, yes. I know I'm a mom and, yeah, you know, yeah. trying to carve out any time between employees in my business and my husband and my kids. It's like, yeah. I'm hiding in the bathroom, you know, that's, my <laughs> that's the perfect you know? place to meditate. Maria, <laughs> I always say, if you have, you have, how old are your kids? Um, I have seven children, which usually shocks people, but uh, they are 22, 21, 19, 16, 12, 9, and 4. Okay, so you don't have any babies. You don't have, yeah. so you can actually go to the bathroom for at least finally. five minutes, you know, finally. Hallelujah, finally. Right? Hallelujah. 
<laughs> so I always tell people, just go when you're in the bathroom, right? Yeah. Just put your hand in your heart, take some deep breaths. And you know, uh, you know, we, we talked about this beforehand, but I have a card deck that's called Relax, Listen, and Trust Your Inner Guidance. And one of the categories is question. And so on the main category, um, there's a, a spiritual text called A Course in Miracles. And there are four questions that they have you uh, connect with for inner guidance. And it's, what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say and to whom? And I just find that to be a very grounding practice for me. It's like, okay, let me stop. Because sometimes when I ask those questions, I end up doing something different than I would have if I hadn't asked those questions, right? Yeah. So when you're in the bathroom, you can just stop and just put your hand in your heart. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? Okay. And then, you know, move forward. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we try to make these giant leaps, right? We, yes. we, yeah. we decide we want to do this or we want to stop doing that, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But we think we have to make these huge leaps. And I think yeah. it's important to think about it. I love your card, first of all, because it's, again, very simple. You're not mm -hmm. overthinking it. And I think sometimes we overcomplicate things instead of just stopping and thinking about it in just simple yeah. terms that I write about. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, it helps me to... I'm an engineer by degree, <laughs> so did that for about a year, a few years, like, yeah, this is not my calling. But, yeah. you know, it trained my thinking in terms of breaking things down and making it easy to digest for people. So, yeah. I love that. And I mean, even in the business world, um, you know, I see it all the time with business owners is they try to overcomplicate it. You know, they're, 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 they have so many steps involved in every single thing they do. And I'm like, well, why are we doing this step? Because this is pretty much what you just... I'm doing it right here. So why are we doing it two right. times? Because right, I'm right. Do, but I don't have extra time. <laughs> so I mean, it can be. I think you can take those same thought practices, and whether you're a business owner, you can put those. That mm -hmm. can be for the business owner. You know, the mom, well, the dad. I'm not saying mm -hmm. that we just have mostly female listeners, so I end up saying moms a lot. That's yeah. Dads must be go. We like your show too. So <laughs> I'm you dads too. I end up saying moms a lot because I'm a mom, but. Yeah, I mean, I love that you could take that. So tell us a little bit more about your cards. Like what, what, who are they for, first of all? Okay. The cards are for, you know, I always say oftentimes we don't trust our inner guidance, right? So the cards are really designed to give you prompts to remind you to relax because when you're stressed, you're not going to trust your guidance. So when you relax and then learn to listen, then you trust. And then I have... Um, the story behind the, the different categories. So this is, I don't know if you can see that, but Aww. this is a kitty cat, Mr. Giggles. Mr. Giggles. Mr. Giggles, my next door neighbor. No, my, he, he was my neighbor's cat. He yeah. was the outdoor cat that my neighbor inherited when he um, sold a property. But he would come and meditate with us because I've been doing a daily online meditation since August of 2018. So in the summer and in the spring and some of the fall, I would be outside on the deck. So Mr. Giggles would come and he would come and eat, you know, I put his food out, he would eat and then he would leave, you know, but he would relax. So he reminded me to relax. And then the listen card, this is a great blue heron. Mm -hmm. And my mother is no longer here in this earth plane, but I sometimes just feel like I miss her energy and her spirit. And I go, mom, I'm really missing you. Give me a really big sign that you're still around here, right? And so one day I was just like, mom, I'm really missing you. I really want to feel your energy and your spirit today. 
and something directed me to go to my outside deck where I meditate and I walked outside and this is not the one because I don't have a good picture of it, but it looks just like this great blue heron comes from my backyard and it stands and it looks at me and I'm just like, well, that was not exactly the sign I was looking for, <laughs> but this great, and the closest water is like five, seven minutes walk. So it's not like I'm on the water and it came, I was like, wait a minute, I got my camera and it allowed me to video it. And it walked all the way from the side of my neighbor's house to the front and it strutted on down the street. And so that was my reminder to listen. And then trust is as a voice actor, you know, we talked about that. I do voice acting and there is a particular genre of voice acting that is called audio description. And it is an accessibility feature for people that are visually impaired or blind. So you can turn it on so they can hear what's going on when the actors aren't speaking. And I just discovered it. I was really excited and I wanted to take the class. And they said, oh, we're sold out. And I was like, ah. And they only do the class once or twice a year. So they they reached back out to me and said, we'll let you know someone uh, is not sure they've confirmed. So two days later, they called and said, if you're still interested, you can pay and join the class. So that reminds me, because when I look at the butterfly, it reminds me to trust, you know, those stages of a butterfly, you've got that cocoon, and then it finally comes out to look like this beautiful butterfly that then is out into the world. If you leave it alone, you trust, <laughs> you know, that it's going to break out of its cocoon and turn to this beautiful butterfly. And then I said, but you always have to ask questions. You know, life is so much about asking questions and listening for guidance. So that's where the question card comes up. So that's where the cards came from. As I mentioned, I do a daily online meditation and I'm always using other people's cards, whether they're affirmation cards. I don't do tarot, but they're like affirmation cards or cards like the ones I did today were personal I am cards. So I wanted to have my own deck of cards and I've been threatening to do it for several years. And so finally this year I said, girl, just bite the bullet and just do it. So I did and they came out in October. Well, congratulations on that. And it's funny Thank how you. there's these little things that we know we're supposed to do, we feel pulled to do. And yeah. there's, there's some stuff that I've got on my player right now, and I always negotiate myself. I'm like, mm, I'll do it later. I'll do it next month. Maybe mm -hmm. in Q1 of next year, that'll be right. <laughs> And there's no real good reason why. Yeah, than, yeah. You know, I just don't want to do it, I guess. I don't know. And I think sometimes it's like you're afraid you're going to put the time and energy into it, and then you're just going to watch it like hit the ground but you know if you keep getting yeah. calling you keep getting that nudge i'm a big believer that for whatever reason you're supposed to do it even if it's for one person so yeah i'm really good at telling other people that <laughs> well and it's true it is so true because when I can't, and, and you know, when I always look back and reflect, I've been thinking about doing cars, thinking about doing cars. And one of my girlfriends is a business coach and she emailed me and said, oh, you might be interested in this webinar. And it was someone teaching how to do cards. And so I was like, you know, doing the grumble, grumble, rah, 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 rah. because I've done products. I've done digital products. The last physical product I did was my book back in, I re-released it in 2017, the second edition. And just something about that physical product, ugh, you know, it's different than digital because I've done digital stuff. And so I went to the webinar and 
I had not done a card deck because I was like, I am just not going to lose money doing this, right? Because everything I read was like, you're going to lose money and blah, blah, blah. And so I listened to Rosie and I did, and I ended up signing up for her class. And I was like, and all of the things fell into place because I listened and trusted my guidance. And then, you know, October, I started the process in May. So by October, I had my card deck, you know, so just paying attention, relaxing, listening, trusting, asking those questions. And then now I have my card deck, which is really cool. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to get your card decks. So I'll get with you because you've intrigued me. You you started out with, oh, if you're stressed, and you know, I'm like, oh, that's me. So I'm your person. I'm your target audience. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. So let let's go ahead and go to your book. I do want to discuss your book. Okay. Um, first of all, you can tell everybody what what the title of your book is, and mm-hmm. then what it is about a little bit. Okay. The book is called "Why Struggle: Life Is Too Short to Wear Tight Shoes." And it is, it has been called a mini personal development book to help you learn how to go with the flows of life, right? So the book has 25 topics that I call Why Struggles. And the topics range from develop a belief system. We talked about that mindset, right? Develop a belief system, know yourself, embrace change. Self-confidence is like the weather. You are not alone. Think like a child, ask for help acceptance, uh, be adventurous, all of these things as entrepreneurs, we know we need to really be connected to, right? As people who live life, but definitely as entrepreneurs, because I feel like the entrepreneurial path is mainly a path of personal development and self, self-development because everything starts with me. But the book has, and I just opened up to it. Can I read a quick excerpt? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I, love it. I opened up to think like a child. Do you remember the last time you laughed until you cried? When was the last time you were really curious about how something worked? When was the last time you looked at something and you were amazed? A young child has a unique outlook on life and can help you remember how awesome life is. Children are born with a natural curiosity about everything. Having children in your life can help you become a more creative problem solver, learn to accept the inevitable, and laugh at yourself more. Young children help you to remember a sense of awe. Being around children and younger people allow you to see life through different eyes. Take time to really watch, listen, and learn from the young people in your life. Wisdom is not limited to a certain age. And each of them have, there's a practice, and the practice is spend the day with a child between the ages of two and six years old. Go to a park with no specific agenda. Observe the child and notice how they are amazed at the simple things that adults have taken for granted. The next time you need to solve a problem, think like a child. And then there is an affirmation. And the affirmation is, I celebrate the spirit of the child in my heart. So that's an example. So there are 25 of those. There are also 25 meditations. And then there are breathing practices as well as um, affirmations throughout it. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, when you first said things like a child, I was like, oh, is that immaturity? Because sometimes I'm kind of immature. Especially you were reading that one like, find a child between the ages, I think it's a two and six. I was like, I can give you one. You can take Yeah, I was going to say, you've got a four-year-old, right? You can do, I will give you a child to borrow. It's fine. No, but I mean, what you were saying is 100% accurate, even with my own kids. I think sometimes, I don't know if you have children or not, but I know sometimes I feel so overwhelmed by mothering my children I feel like I'm just reacting right I'm just yeah, going through the motions yeah. I was barely keeping I always say like one nostril above water like with a straw just trying to stay you know alive <laughs> at that point 
then when I allow myself to kind of take a deep breath and, you know, really pay attention to what they're doing, like, yes, they drive me crazy. And yes, the stuff that they come up with, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. But like in all, I do, I, I, last night even we were sitting and it it had been a crazy evening, just getting dinner on the table at my house. It was a crazy evening. And then my four-year-old wanted me to sit with her on the couch and, so we were sitting on the couch and we were watching something that I've seen a thousand times because I've got all the ages of children's, but um, we were watching and she was just like her little face. I've got pictures of my phone because her little face, it was just amazed. And yeah. we had the Christmas tree up and the little, this light was shining on her little face and Aww. she was just completely in awe. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I try to remind myself to take a deep breath, even in the midst of all the stress and my to-do list and all my stuff that I didn't get done throughout the day. You know how we always mm-hmm. have those things. And I just tried to like, remember that moment because I do have older kids. I have two that are moved out now mm-hmm. and I do know how fleeting it is. And, you mm-hmm. know, even in the middle of all the stress and the crazy and the chaos, I mean, my show is called successfully chaotic for a reason, you know? yeah. Yeah. my life's yeah. chaotic, but I do know as much as I complain and make jokes about it all the time that there's, there's elements of that. I know I'm going to miss and I'm trying to soak in the little moments. So I love, I love that chapter. I'm yeah. to get the book too. I'm gonna to get. See, I'm telling you, I'm your customer. I'm your. I'm your person. I'm, I'm it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I did the book. I initially did the first book back in 1999, right when I was in my late 30s. And it was really for me to be reminded of these principles. And I wanted to do something that was timeless. It's like, okay, 20, 30 years later, I want people to look up the book and go, this is still relevant, right? And so in 20, uh, I republished it 20 years later, because when I did the book the first time, I really just, if I could have done it anonymously, Maria, I would have, I just wanted the information out. And so people were like, we want to know more about your personal life. And this was keep in mind before people got real personal. I'm like, my life is not that interesting, you know? So, but then it was as if I said that, then my mom got ill and my mom came to live with me and she lived with me for three years before she made her transition. So, you know, I, I covered that in the book and just how having these guiding principles allowed me to be, more fully with that experience without struggling so much about it. Um, even though it was, and it wasn't a struggle. It was, it was actually a blessing because I got to live with my mother as an adult, which how many of us get a chance to do. I got to see her as an adult with me as an adult, you know, so it was just, it was a beautiful time. And I, I really got to see her from a different perspective that if she had not gotten ill and needed to live with me, I would have never known certain things about her. You know, yeah. so and, well, and I think there is blessings even kind of in the midst of some what would be considered a struggle sometimes. Yeah. You just have to yeah. take that moment to kind of look for them. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that goes back to being mindful, you know, yeah. and being present. And I have this mug that I bought that I drink tea out of, um, not every night, but many nights. And it talks, it's got this little quote, it talks about just being present because I think. For some people, I am, I, like I mentioned earlier, I'm self-diagnosed ADHD, which you probably tell. I talk a lot. I'm more hyper. Um, so, you know, doing things has not been my struggle. You know, it's not a struggle yeah. for me to wake yeah. up and go do things. Yeah. Slowing down, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, taking mm-hmm. that moment to shut my brain off, to just focus on only drinking my tea or only this, that's mm-hmm. my struggle. We all have our different struggles, right? But mm-hmm. I love that, you know, the idea of being mindful the idea of being present it's it seems like so simple but for some people you know it is very difficult it's practice you know it's just practice that's one of my standard taglines 
look, I was the person back in my 20s. I remember when I you know, started on this self-development, self-discovery, self-creation journey. I, you know, I'm a talker. And I remember them saying, you need to be still and be quiet. What in the heck are you talking? What? Quiet and still? What in the world is that? You know, and I will tell you that over a period of time, in incorporating practices in my life where, you know, learning, you, you've got to learn yourself, right? And know yourself. So you, you asked, I don't have physical children, but I did when I get, I got married at 52. Um, and so my... I have two bonus sons. And so uh, yeah, it does, it does. And, and one of them lived with us for a while. It was quite, quite something <laughs> as a teenager, you know, but you know, the thing is the practice helps you. And I, I like to say the meditation mindfulness practice helps you recover quicker, right? Because you still have those experiences. Cause I remember one time when Dwayne the 17, 17 now, he probably was, 15 or something. And I was taking him to meet his dad because he was playing basketball or something. And he had just aggravated me. And we got in the car and then his dad was like, oh, okay, I'm down the street. You don't have to meet me. So he got in the car and he thought he was going to get out of the car. Yeah. And I was in my zone and I, I locked the car and he looked at me <laughs> and I said, <laughs> yeah. and I said, you know, I always say when you get in the car with me, you get to deal with me. Right. And so I had my little whatever and he kept trying to get it. I'm like, no, I'm not done. And I just kept kept keeping the car locked. And I said, and I'm highly meditated. Right. So can you imagine how I am if I wasn't highly meditated? <laughs> you know? So I always say it's just recognizing and being kind with yourself. You know, meditation is not a panacea. You know, it is just a practice. And there are times that you know, I recover quicker when I'm aggravated. I don't get as aggravated as much, but when I do, I allow myself to feel the feelings of it because oh, I know I need to process it, let it process through my body, you know? And so I just wanted to share that. So, yeah, so having kids and, you know, children and experiences, that's, you know, and this, teenagers, teenagers, and teenagers, a that's other, a whole, um, that's a whole other us. thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> teenagers, it's like, this is why we say, this is why, you know, call it God, call it the universe, whatever. This yeah. is why you were cute when you were born. You're cute when you were born. <laughs> you're cute when you're a little because, you know, the universe knew that by the time that you was going to get to be a teenager, I'm going to have to think about that, about how cute you were. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have to exactly. Think about those moments. I fall in love with you in those moments because by the time you hit teenager, I'm just surviving it. Yeah, so I'm surviving. Rough. I mean, I love them and there's there's good parts of that too, but who, and I mean, Honestly, it's where they're they're developing out of childhood and developing yeah. into adulthood, and just like anything, yeah. in between stage of anything, it's not pretty sometimes. It's and not. It's just it's it, not. it can be a mess. So that's when you definitely need to be mindful. You definitely need to be meditating because that's a <laughs> that is and survival, right? It is. And you know what's funny is because he lived with me, and because I've been doing this practice daily since 2018. You know, he knew my practices and everything, and he's kind of doing the trying to, you know, is your third eye open? You know, asking these questions oh, yeah. and everything. I'm like, yeah, you know, it does, it doesn't just stay open, honey. It's not like it's a door that just stays open, you know, so yeah. I'm just talking with him. But, you know, he's meditated with me a few times, and 
you know, I gave him a copy, you know, he has a copy of my card deck and, you know, and it's, it's interesting watching him grow and develop and ask those kind of questions. And, you know, then I go, well, that's why we're, that's why I'm in his life because he came here as this child who's inquisitive and, you know, and his dad isn't into that kind of stuff, but, you know, he knows he can ask me questions because he'll say, I want to ask Miss Barbara, you know, dad, not that I'll, but I want to ask Miss Barbara this question because he knows in that area, that's kind of more my expertise than his dad. <laughs> Well, and I think it's important that, you know, as even as children, but even as adults, that we have those people that we go to for specific things because, mm -hmm. you know, we have the things we're naturally good at and maybe we naturally understand. But even as adults, we're constantly learning. I mm -hmm. mean, it's like, it, I, I think when I was a child, you know, I thought I was going to get to this point of being grown, get to this point of at this point now I'm in my 40s. And I remember thinking 40 was just pretty much like ancient when I was a kid. But, <laughs> you know, it, you know, you get to a certain point and, or I thought you would get to a certain point, you kind of knew what you were going to know, right? You mm -hmm. would have arrived, right? Arrived to adulthood, you arrived mm -hmm. to what you're going to know. And I swear, I learn more now, I feel, than mm -hmm. I did even as a kid, just because yeah. I'm constantly just refining things I thought I knew, but really I didn't deeply know enough. I'm having to relearn mm -hmm. these things and have someone say, ah, Maria, it's actually not like that. It's really kind of like mm -hmm. this. And why are you worried about this over here? Because this is just ridiculous to worry about. And I'm always constantly having to refine those things within mm -hmm. myself. And I think it's important to have those discussions with ourselves. And, you know, going back to, again, to just being mindful and being present, the real way to figure out what's important in our lives and the things we do need to refine or the things we need to delete from our lives altogether is by being present with ourselves. And I think mm -hmm. it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. And being present and being okay with being uncomfortable, because that is, you know, I think that's probably one of the big diseases of our time is that we've, you know, on some level raised young people to not recognize that everything's not going to be comfortable. You know, it's not, there is growth in comfort as well as discomfort. You're going to grow a little bit more in the discomfort, but you've got to open yourself up to it. I agree. I mean, yeah. and, you know, I think, like, I think pain as a teacher is something I say a lot, even I have a wellness company and it's, mm -hmm. you know, pain as a teacher when we're talking about our health, our body or all kinds of things, but it could be said, the, the same thing could be said true in, you know, our mindset within our, mm -hmm. you know, the rest of our life, within our business world, I've learned more with my business, quote unquote, failures than I have with the times that I won. You know, Absolutely. Those were expensive. Those hurt. So that, that, I'm not doing that again, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. And, and recognizing that and still moving ahead anyway, you know, Absolutely. still moving forward because we are here to do whatever it is we're here to do and uh, to keep moving. I know keep, keep going and keep growing. Keep going and keep growing. That's what it's that. about. Mm -hmm. You said you do online meditations. Is that something that people can join or is it, how does that work? Yeah, you know, what's funny is I um, am taking my own advice. So I have been doing the daily meditations since August 30th of 2018. And Siri let me know that was approximately 1109 something days after she said <laughs> 1100. I'm like, wow, no wonder I feel tired. <laughs> because I, I've done a daily meditation for that many days. And so I am just actually shutting that down from a daily perspective. Um, but I do have on my YouTube channel, I have a live section. There are tons of meditations. And I do these things that I call breathe with Barbara breath breaks, say that five times. That's, and that's, so, that's mouthful, yeah. <laughs> and so I post them on Facebook. I post them on YouTube as well as LinkedIn, 
and Instagram. And so that's probably what I'll be doing more of, just kind of popping up, reminding people, just take a break, stop. And sometimes I'll be at a local park where there's water. So you'll see the geese behind me or you'll hear the birds and we'll do a different type of practice. It may be just stop and listen to the sounds around you. Stop, put your hand to your heart. Stop. How about drink some water? You need to hydrate, you know, so those little breath breaks. But if they follow me on social media, they can always see where I am doing that because I literally, Saturday is going to be my last day doing my daily lives because I just, it's time for me to go on hiatus. And my guidance, I always said when my guidance tells me to do it, I have to listen. So it's like, you know what? It's time to take a break. Allow yourself this time between now and the end of the year to get some clarity around what 2022 will look like. But I'm always going to be doing something meditation because it's just part of who I am, my inner and my outer. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, and there's certain times that I've even approached this in my own life is that, you know, it's a good thing. It's a great thing, but it's time to end it. Right. So you can open yourself up to the next good and great thing that you're supposed to be doing and absolutely you know, that can be a tricky transition i've done it because i like try to hold on to stuff like no yeah <laughs> I, I work so hard for this i know, know. far too long But it's great to have those people you can have those conversations with because when it, you know, I have another girlfriend that's in our group and she does some things. uh, She does sound vibration and everything. And she goes on hiatus a couple times a year. And I was talking with her, but before I talked to her, I talked to my husband. I said, you know, honey, I think, I think it's time for me to stop doing my daily meditation. And he looked at me because he's, he's gotten so ingrained with it. Now it's like, you do your meditation, right? I'm like, yeah. I said, but I think it's time for me to stop. And he said, do you want to dial it back? I'm like, no, I just need to, I need a break. And he said, okay, baby. I said, he's well, I support whatever you do. I said, yeah, I just feel like, like you said, it's like I have other things because meditation is core to who I am, but I also am a voice actor and I have things that I want to do and I have meditations that I want to create. But while I'm doing this daily and putting the energy into doing that. I just don't have the energy with the other things that I'm doing to create like I'd like to. And ultimately, you know, we're here to create. So it's like, it's time for me to do some creations. Um, I didn't mention this, but I do have out on Spotify and Amazon Music. What's the other one? Apple Music and Amazon Music. I do have a meditation CD that's called Be Still, Learn to Meditate in 10 Minutes a Day. So people can always listen to that. It's chunked up 10 minute chunks. And so I kind of want to create something that's more modern with what I do, because when I do my meditations, I <laughs> I call myself a meditation mixologist because I, <laughs> I don't, I, you know, that whole just sitting and breathing, yeah. I do, but we also do some Qigong and I'll do sound yeah. vibration. So I pull all these different traditions in because it's a great way to connect with all of these parts of your breath in your body that's not always just being still. So I want to do some meditations that are using those particular practices. And so that's part of what I'll be doing while I'm on this hiatus. And we'll see, you know, what presents itself because, you know, nothing can get in if I'm constantly doing, doing, doing. I need to allow myself to have that door to open, like you said, if uh, 
if it's time to do something different. And, you know, and that isn't necessarily comfortable, but it feels good when I said it out loud and I talked with him and I talked with a couple of my other, my mom calls them talking partners, yeah. you know, they're like, yeah, take a break. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I could use a break right now. So, yeah. Yeah. And it may be a long-term break. It may be a forever break. It may be a short-term break. And I think exactly. it's just being open to that, right? Yeah. Because, like you know, that. it's weird because... <laughs> My engineering background is normally I go in with the exit strategy. It's like, I'm going to yeah. do this and I'm going to do it for this period of time. So when I thought about it, I'm like, I never really, that's weird. And to me, that just speaks to being divinely guided. I was guided to do this. So I didn't have an exit strategy because the guidance would let me know when it was time to leave. And so now I'm getting that, you know, it was, it's clear, it's obvious. And once I said it out loud, and even when I presented it to the group, it was well received because they know I've been doing this. And so they're like, yeah, follow your own, you know, suggestions, which is listen to your guy. I can't tell you to listen to your guidance if I don't listen to mine and follow it. Isn't it so hard though? To, 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 like, I'm, that's what I was saying earlier. I am really good. I'd be like, you know what you should do? You should do this, this, this. And they're like, oh, are you doing that? And I'm like, well, about that. <laughs> about that. I mean, I mean, I think, yeah. And that's the reason I think that we need accountability partners. And you mentioned people that Absolutely. you talk to, talking friends. That's why, because you, especially when they get to know you really well, they will call you out on your crowd. Yes, like, oh, yes no, ma'am. You are not doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Yes. Do. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, even if we know it, it doesn't mean what we don't kind of get lazy. Be like, well, I'll do it tomorrow. It's not yeah. that today. You know? Exactly. I am. I am an Aquarian sun sign, and so. Um, that I always say that just means every pretty flower I want to jump on is like, oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, oh. And so my oldest and dearest friend, we've been friends over 55 years, is a Taurus. And so she is my, one of my talking partners. And I go, and then I'm going to, and she'll go, not right now. I can't, I, I can't, not right now. So I've learned to say, I want to do this, but I can't do it right now. So I don't shut it down. I just say right now I can't do it. So that helps me stay kind of focused. So I'm not on every pretty flower that's in my <laughs> in my view. Yeah, I understand that. I'm not a free, I'm, I'm an Aries. Oh fire! I'm, I am the same way though. I'm I'm one of those. It's like ooh, ooh I, I get all the ideas right. And I've yeah. had to be very honest with myself that as much as I would like to juggle five thousand things at one time. I'm multitasking. It's not something I should be proud about. You know, I used to write that on my resume. It's really bad if you think about it. Because what is the yeah. definition of multitasking? It's yeah. doing a whole lot of things. Excuse my language, but shitty at the same time. That's yeah. really what that is. So yeah. it's like I was yeah. so proud. Of, I'm a, I would write on there. I'm a multitasker. And now I'm like, <laughs> that's not a good thing. That's not a good look. And so for myself now, I have to be conscientious about focusing on yeah. you know just the task at hand i have to make appointments with myself mm -hmm. i have a rule with myself that i only have three working projects at a time which still sounds like a lot but for me mm -hmm. i could have done like or i could have thought i could do like 30 anyway and so i have three working projects at a time everything else goes into i have a specific journal my brain dumb journal uh -huh. all of my ideas either go in yeah. there scheduled for later or sometimes go to die because i look back at some of them like i don't know what i was thinking at that moment <laughs> which is good it wouldn't there cost me nothing right yeah yeah I didn't, like try it and figure out that i didn't have the time or want to do it you know yeah yeah but i think we have to you know be mindful be honest yeah. with ourselves to be kind of be able to come up with these 
rules, I guess you would say, for our own lives and bounce it off of somebody else because mm-hmm. this idea that we can just do it all by ourselves all the time is not realistic. It's not. It is not. And to recognize, like you were saying, that, you know, to have that awareness to go, you know what? Hmm. You know, there is a, a an expression in mindfulness that says to do two things is to do neither. Mm-hmm to do two things at one time is to do neither. And I remind myself, because you're right, I mean, somewhere in the world, this purview of, and you can do this and this, you can multi, no, you're really not doing yeah. yourself any favors, right? And then the older I get, the less that, you know, it's like, I'm on the phone, so hold on, let me, <laughs> let me do just give me a minute because I need to get that train of thought out, you know? And, and that is really, kinder being kind i still have this expression train your brain um train train your brain be kind to your mind and pay attention to how you feel and you know what you're you know what you're thinking about so you know we want to be kind to our mind and not try to overtax it because we've got enough stimuli with everything else that's going on in the world you know Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I know, yeah, on that note, it's like sometimes it's okay to stop paying attention to what's going on in the world. Oh, I, God, I don't yeah. even watch the news. People yeah. get, oh, did you hear? I'm like, I did not. I did not hear. I, mm-hmm. You know, if it's not going to be something that I can do something about, <laughs> I really don't need to hear. Yeah. Because trust me, my mind tries to figure out how can we solve all the world's problems? And I'm saying, well, we can, can right? I'm going to the dryer today. So can I solve the world's problems? No. Probably not. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I always say, I, I give myself, usually at seven o'clock, I watch David Muir or something yeah. like that. Um, but I always tell people, if it's really important, someone else is going to know and they're going to let me know. Yeah. You know, they're going to let me know that gas is going up to $7 a gallon, go get your gas. You know, my husband's going to probably likely be the person, but if it's not him, somebody's going to go, did you hear? So yeah, I don't exactly. need to have the firsthand knowledge of it. That's me. I mean, and, and for the people that love that kind of stuff, they love the information, that's great. It's just, I know myself. Yeah. I know myself. I have enough anxiety on my very own. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need I don't yours need too. Yeah, I <laughs> exactly. It. I don't need it. I don't so, need it. That's great. Can, now, can you tell everybody, like, I know we mentioned that you have the cards and you uh-huh. do all, all these things. You do so many things. Where can they find all these things? So they can... They can Google me, and if you Google okay. my name, and if you Google, because I and I didn't tell you, I do have a podcast, which the podcast. Oh, no, I didn't even know well, that. Well, yeah, the podcast started out. It's called the Why Struggle Podcast. So it tells you how old it is, but it, it ended up being simulcast with the live that I'm doing. So, but before okay. I started doing the lives and doing the meditations live, I I go on and I just share. A lot of times excerpts from the book are just kind of what's in my head. It's not as structured from the standpoint like yours is. But if they Google my name, Barbara J. Faison, they'll find my entire world out there. Um, I do have a link tree that has links to different places. But, you know, I have my website is my name. I kept everything simple. I'm the same everywhere because I just didn't have the, as my brother says, I don't have the mental real estate to come up with a whole bunch of names. (laughs) So I just, I I wish I had done that. I've got so many things. It's all over the place. It's fine. It's It's just easier for me. That's easy. Yeah, that is so easy. So I know what we'll do for people that are watching right now, we will be putting a link up to Barbara's things. I'll get her link tree uh, from her. And if you're listening on the podcast later on, it'll be in the show notes below. 
but I do want to get your cars. I don't want to get a copy of your book and I'm super excited about it. I, I love having, you know, first of all, strong, powerful women on, but I mean, just amazing guests. I love that's been my favorite part of podcasting is that mm-hmm. I get to meet all these people that I would have probably never, never knew about. Met. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. never met. And you get to have these discussions and it's not just, you know, somebody tells me you have cards or somebody tells me you have books and I get them and yeah, maybe it's valuable, but I actually get to talk to you. We get to hear you, you get to hear why, you know, I'm yeah. so big on why on things. And it's just been such a blessing to talk to you today. I, I feel like it sounds silly, but I always, Sometimes I end up talking to these guests. I feel like I've known them forever. And I'm like, oh, I just feel like I've me and Barbara are besties now. I've known Barbara for so long. <laughs> we just know each other so well. Well, I'm going to give you a, um, and give me like 15 minutes. I want to give um, you a code that your listeners can use to get a 10% discount off anything okay. in the store. So give me a moment to get that set up. So no, if you I'm go right. to my, if you go to my website, barbarafacing.com slash store, that's where you can find the book the book and the cards. And I have a couple of free things out there because I have a few, um, I have some affirmations that I've created and I'm on a site. I don't know if you're familiar with insight timer, which is a meditation. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So I I teach out there. I teach out there on Thursdays at 8am in the morning, but I also have um, meditations and book excerpts out there. So I will, um, let me see, we're going to call this DEC for December and then we'll use your code is D-E-C-S-C for Successfully Chaotic and 10. So I'll put that code in. And then people can get 10% off of anything in the store except a gift card. So, Well, that's amazing. I'm excited about it. And I'll make sure that we post this code out on this chat here in a little bit. I'll have either me or Stacey want to put it out there. So that way people can copy it, go to uh, Barbara's website and save 10% on some things that you know you need to get anyway. (laughs) Exactly. 10% (laughs) on what you need to keep you flowing with life. Can I pull a card for you? Yes, that would be great. Okay. So I am going to shuffle and we're going to pull a card and see what comes up for you. It's always really cool. This morning when I did Insight Timer, we pulled a card and people, I did individual cards and people got the same card out of 44 cards. So there are 11 in each suit. We probably had the same card come out like 10 times. Oh, wow. It was about where do I, where do I feel grounded in my life? So I'm going to pull a card for you and see what is coming up. Number seven, oh, the number seven trust card, the trust that my connection to my higher power sustains me. I love it. I love so it. That I is, love butterflies. Yeah. So trust that your connection to your higher power, like you said, whatever you call it, God, universe, spirit, creator, whatever that is that you reference when you need to get beyond yourself, know that that sustains you. So that is the card that came up. I the trust it. card. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I have enjoyed this conversation today. And thank for you. everybody that's been watching, thank you for watching. And I will make sure that the link to Barbara's website and the coupon code is in the show notes and in the, the comments here. On the-